0: Champagne Sharks. Hope everyone's doing well. Just wanted to uh, do some quick house cleaning and let people know. Go to ChampagneSharks.com and you get access to all the links related to Champagne Sharks. So instead of asking us where the YouTube is located, where the Patreon is located, where the merchandise is located, you can go there and find it all. And you can find where we are on social media, our products, all that stuff. Also, in addition to the existing Patreon benefits, which includes Discord server, book club night, movie night discussions, show notes, newsletter, and most importantly, bonus episodes, we're also giving people invites to the new voice social media, networking club clubhouse so right now it's closed off it's in beta testing you have to be an iPhone member but if you join Patreon and through Patreon join the Discord you will be able to get uh, Clubhouse invites and the reason why we want people to get those Clubhouse invites is because we're doing a lot of stuff with the creators and the podcast fans and you need to get invited to take part of that including a new weekly creator and fans show that we've started over there where you get to interact with us and with each other so definitely become a patron for five dollars a month at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks and without further ado here is the episode take care
1: they're putting out godfather 3 again but what they're doing is they're gonna add the scenes that they deleted because they felt like the scenes that um were deleted would explain a lot more that was going on and so yeah. they're going to put it back out again.
0: What's ironic is uh when I look back at Godfather 3, it wasn't as bad as I remember. It's no. still bad. It's still, it's still bad. bad. Yeah, it's still Forget bad. Me wrong, but it's I remember being so much more terrible. Yeah. But, um yeah, like like I'm not going to lie to you and say, "Oh, it was a unfairly maligned masterpiece." Like it's, no, it's still it's no. still bad. I think the biggest <laughs> problem uh outside the like i think even his daughter in the movie mm-hmm. isn't terrible she just needed to be a better actress like i don't think the character was as terrible as people made it out to be i think the biggest problem is it's the exact same plot Mm-hmm. Uh, of you know an ally who turns to a bad guy that mm-hmm. they have to take out at the end like it was just two note for note uh the same plot like who was the guy that uh, was it solosso was that his name i forget solosso from the second one or the from the first godfather from the first one the one yeah, yeah, that yeah. takes out luco brasi like yeah that new guy was the same guy all over again, you know, like it was the exact same thing. That was my big, my bigger problem
1: when I rewired. Well, and the people that they brought back, like Tomasino and all these people, they were old, yeah. like them people, they were fucking shit. They were old. I mean, because The Godfather 2 came out in what 1972. Oh, 70,
0: 70, 73 I think what, what, was, it, was it that old was it 73 oh yeah the
1: first one came out in 72 so I think the second one came out about 73 74 it was that they old no, no. the second one. Yeah. Man,
0: sec- oh my god you're right and Holy Godfather
1: 3 Christ. didn't come out until 1990, 1990 or 91 something like right, so I I that they waited 20 years
0: yeah. they're almost
1: 1960s movies I didn't absolutely, realize absolutely oh, yeah yeah. Those are, yeah. they were later 70s you no the first right. Godfather is yeah.
0: 1972 and the second one is 74 y- y- yeah y- so oh wow so it was 16 years between 2 and 3.
1: I mean, you know, Robert De Niro is like damn near 78 years old, 79 years sense.
0: old. That makes sense.
1: That makes sense. Well, so those
0: movies, I have to give them a lot of credit cuz they look like they're shot later. Like they absolutely those we do.
2: Yep, those right. are very ahead of their time. I think maybe movies. we've seen some remastered versions as well, so that could be
1: mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It looks it looks really good the way it was shot. And that's what makes those movies so good is that the way they There's even you can find deleted scenes from the first Godfather on YouTube cuz if you think about it, there's stuff that happened in First Godfather that we didn't see. So when um- so when Clemenza has the fucking cannolis, where do you get them from? So in the movie, when he goes and he says, Le- uh, drop the gun, leave the cannoli. Well, there's a deleted scene on YouTube where you'll see that when they were driving around, Clemenza goes to a restaurant and goes and he's bullshit and he goes and eat. You know, he's just chilling. Gets the cannoli. That's how they got to that point. So the movie, they said the movie, the the Godfather 3 that they're going to put back out might be like four and a half hours long. Oh, wow. Because the, the, oh, the, the, the other one was like, what, two hours and... Thirty fucking minutes or some shit, like Yo, and the yeah. And the books aren't as good as the movies. I, I know that sounds weird, but the books aren't even as good as the movie.
0: Yo, you know what's funny? Um, I read the book. Everybody says the books aren't as good as the movie, but I kind of don't agree. Well, well, let me let me rephrase that. I feel. They're different in mm-hmm. terms of the one thing the books do, I think, better in the movies is um, they give you a lot more into the interiority of the characters, a lot more about like the code. So if you're into like, you know, the code, like, you know, like little things like when I can't remember because I haven't seen it in a while, but there's like little gems in there about manhood and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Only, oh, yeah. only um, only a. Only women and children uh, get the luxury of tears or things like that. The book has more of those. So if you like that aspect of the movie, you know, the book is actually the book is actually better in terms of. Yeah.
1: And and that's one of that's the reason why I like The Godfather so much is because those the lessons in the in The Godfather, even though they say that The Godfather does not represent the real mafia at all. But The Godfather, it gives you lessons in. You know how to how to um, conduct yourself in certain situations. Yeah, as a man, I, I, I feel like if
0: anything, The Godfather is a metaphor. Is using yeah. the mafia as a metaphor, kind Absolutely. of for America and manhood.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Because look at each character. Look at Sonny Sonny was a fucking hothead We all know somebody Like Sonny in the streets mm-hmm. And they always get themselves Fucking killed You know what I'm saying They don't think things through You know what And I'm won't you, listen you, to people and they, and they can't be told anything Yeah
0: Yeah And I feel like the book Better in terms of like The character study But from a storytelling perspective And like A smooth story And whatever The movie Is better than the book In that So I, I always Tell people It depends on what you uh, Like it's very Much tighter plotted And move Like for example example the book i don't know if you've ever uh, read the book mario but the book is a weird subplot a woman whose vagina is too big mm-hmm. and it's like why is this even in here and she has to get some kind of vaginoplasty or something to get a smaller mm-hmm. vagina that's her character arc and it's like <laughs> this has, why yeah. does it have to do with anything you know like her too big vagina is and and this is uh sunny's Listen how weird this is uh sunny's side piece Uh, they tell you in the book that Sonny is super large endowed Mm -hmm. and Sonny's side piece happens to have a too large vagina. That's kind of what ties them together is because (laughs) he he has one of the few, because they're sexually compatible because he's, endowed enough that her vagina doesn't feel too big and, and they, pr- she- they,
1: they kind of explain that in the movie when he's when at the party at the the wedding when he's up in the goes upstairs and he's fucking that chick and then uh tom hagan's looking for him he's all like, your dad's looking for you and he's up there he caught him up there fucking the chick now he's married you know what i'm saying and then his dad actually mentions it when they get into it like uh you know he tells him you know don't ever tell anybody what what you're thinking you know what i'm saying you must be you must be uh losing your mind with all that fun time with that girl so he's letting him know, man, I know you fucking up and I know you cheating on your fucking wife because you're a piece of garbage. You know what I'm saying? And You're a horrible human being. That's what he basically what he's saying. Yeah. So, but they just don't they don't really go into character development in the movie because then the movie would be like seven hours long.
2: What are some movies that you guys thought were way too long that could have benefited from some serious editing? Speaking of oh my long, fuck Once movies, Upon a
1: Time in America.
2: That fucking movie. Is that's a, that was long. a long ass movie. That was a long <laughs> ass. But you know what is weird. I didn't I didn't feel like it was that long when I watched it for the first time. But that was so long mm-hmm. ago that you know you're. I think our attention spans are a lot different now than they were. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long damn. fucking movie man yeah that's a long ass movie because I couldn't get through the Irishman Not in yeah, that's one fucking sit-down. long I, just, I couldn't do it that shit should have been a series bro mm-hmm. that movie is hella long Malcolm X is too damn long uh, you know I have a hard remember time remember when Malcolm X came out it was in two VHS tapes remember that I don't remember that damn it was at 91 it came in two VHS damn man that's a, I don't even remember. I guess back then they didn't seem like they were that damn long because like I said everything was is you know everything is just hyperactive now man it's yeah, just you yeah. know so we're used to watching our movies or you know things in little 30 to 45 minute bits and then go to the next one the next one so when they come out I was out wondering a solid,
1: when the movie like The Godfather came out when people went to the theater to watch it
2: yeah that's a long it like fucking a, movie
1: was it like an uh, intermission or some shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there is there is an intermission. If you watch it on VHS, there, it says intermission, and then it comes back. Mm. And then there, yeah, yeah. I used to have the VHS. Okay, I didn't but, know that. Yeah, but I was wondering about that. I was like, wait, people went to the theater. I remember my mom told me that my dad took courtesy to Exorcist in the theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was in 70. That's a good one. Uh, three seventy two. Yeah. I think and i watched that's one of those
2: that's a good-ass movie man yeah that's one of those movies where like you know how they ask you if you could go back in time anywhere and see your favorite concert or whatever mm-hmm. that's one of those movies like if i could go back in time to see movies in theaters that would be one of them that i would love to have experienced that for the first time that, you know what that I'm one in the
1: very first uh nightmare on elm street or halloween the very first one that the very yep, first yep. halloween i can't the I, texas
2: chainsaw massacre yes yes yeah If you Mm -hmm. watch
1: the... I watched Halloween. You know, I watch horror movies all the time, but the very first Halloween, that's some
2: scary-ass shit. Yeah, just a (laughs) stalker-ass dude. (laughs) 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 That whole thing with him... You know that whole thing with him being her brother, that was never originally intended for that for that script you know what i'm saying no i didn't just, know that yeah he was never so they kind of corrected that with the latest ones that just came out they kind of retconned the whole uh mythos about him and her being brother and sister and the oh, first wow. one he was just a, like a crazy ass stalker that just yeah. you know she just for whatever reason happened to catch his his ire you know what i'm saying but it, yeah. it was never intended for like oh that's her brother and there's that motherfucker michael connection. myers was an incel <laughs> right yeah that exactly. there you go perfect yeah watching from afar and shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if michael myers had if halloween came out now michael myers would be hiding behind the bushes with a with a with a phone with a smartphone. fucking fun, whores i'm gonna get rid You're of these whores or he'd be like, uh, "Can somebody show me where she is, please?" Right, and he's right. twenty feet from. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a- Howard John
1: Carpenter directed that shit. That motherfucker. He I don't know. Maybe he a stalker, but. Man, he, that, bro, the only way, though. Maybe he, he a stalker. You you have to be a stalker to know how to know where like that, man, because. To, yeah, from the stalker of Oh, my point God, view. bro. He, bro, because remember in the movie, there were certain things where she was walking, Jamie Lee Curtis was walking down the street with her homegirl, and he'd drive by in the car. Michael Myers, the the very first Halloween, the very first Freddy Krueger in the Exorcist holds up well, very well.
0: Yeah, the later Friday the 13th just became about how gross can we get. Yeah. Like, you know, but. Yeah, they all yeah. kind of.
2: And then Freddy kind of went. Nightmare on Elm Street kind of went the way of like comedy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it it's one-liners. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It went like an evil dead kind of direction almost. It was nothing scary about the. The second one was a real trip, though. Yeah. You know, the yeah. second one was like that latent homosexual theme. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, oh yep. wait, That was wait. some weird the second, shit, The man. second what? Right at, the second uh, nightmare, nightmare, on on nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yeah,
0: well, I have to rewatch that because I don't remember a latent homosexual thing, oh, but man. I saw yeah, it you, really you, young.
2: Yeah, you gotta watch that, bro. It's it's uh they they I re- I watched a um a documentary where they were talking about that. It's like a whole featurette on that thing on that second one, and they were talking about you know the gay nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. The people who made it literally were calling it that. Like, no, we did not intend for it to be. Can you? you be, know, can low you key it? gay.
0: Can you can you refresh me on it? Because um it's not coming to me. For some reason, I remember the first one way better than the second one, even though I saw them in a double feature. I saw them at oh. the same time in the theater. Oh, okay. oh damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the yeah.
2: second one was the only one to feature a male protagonist as the as the uh, as the lead in the movie. I think it was yeah. a kid named Jesse or something like that. Yeah. And so Freddie was trying to possess Jesse, and and he would be up like sleepwalking at night. And then there was this one infamous scene where he's in his dream. He wanders into this club, and it's all men in the club. Yep. And yep. inside of the club, his coach is in there, his high school, you know, gym and yeah, coach. Yeah, he and he was like on in he some start, uh, S&M type he shit. Says, some... Yeah, he had him like tied up to the shower. Yeah, he, he said, yeah. You need to be punished. Oh, he oh yeah. The he was
0: slashing him in the back, right? Yep, with
1: the yeah, whip. He was him with the with the With the and Yeah. Yeah, now I
0: remember. Yeah, yeah. He was on some BDSM
2: shit, like some Judas Priest shit. Oh, man all sweaty and shit yeah it was like <laughs> they were like no this movie we did not write this with any How gay themes not, underlying man. gay they were tongue-in-cheek t they do exactly hell yeah what the hell
1: yeah, yeah. You know, they're the playing they're great.
0: playing dumb that's 1982
1: yeah. so that's when all that BDSM's uh uh you know judas priest and billy idol uh-huh. and all that weirdo shit was yeah. going on when people was exploring their and that androgynous shit was going on
0: in the eighties, even straight men were basically kind of gay anyway. So right, <laughs> right. Like, It was a <laughs> whole yo, yeah. if you look at things in the eighties, man, like Super the most Masculine shit. stuff was like what? Like Prince and uh Boy Michael and George Jackson, Culture Culture Club. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was that was a weird like no one made fun of anything for being gay. Like no. like people talk about toxic masculinity and stuff, but I I think the eighties are the best testament to how open minded a lot of yeah, you know, because beer, every,
2: right? all the the biggest acts were androgynous. Even in yeah. in, in the beginning stages of hip hop, you look at how some of those dudes were dressed. It was like, what is going on here? Run
0: Run oh, DMC were like the first. Group they were the first one, yeah, really to kind of translate, you know, the on the street gangster look to yeah. But mm-hmm. Bambada and Soul Sonic Force, they were like everyone was on like some um, Parliament type of mm-hmm. um, yeah, Bootsie especially Collins out here know. on the
2: West Coast. You know, I hear on oh, yeah. yeah, the really...
0: electro Egyptian lover. Egyptian love yeah, lover and shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think the only person that didn't dress like that was Ice T. But then he dressed it kinda weird mm-hmm. in uh in that little scene he had when he was rapping in uh breaking, breaking 2.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. yeah. Was he in Breaking or Breaking 2 or both? He was in both, I think it was Breaking right? 2, if
2: I remember. I don't, okay. I don't, I think it might have been, I don't, you know, I'm not even going to say I don't, he was in one of them shits. Yeah, I don't remember. I do know that, but I don't, I'm not sure which one it was, but they, um, yeah, the style of dress was, you know, if you really think about it, you go back and think about the biggest acts from back then, they all dressed like that. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even was, like the pants and the shorts. shorts. Yeah. Like people think yeah. tight
0: pants is something new, but that's I mean, they how,
1: were, that's how, uh, Ecstasy from Houdini used to dress with them high ass shorts. Yeah. Yep. And that hat and, and yeah, the leather nylon
2: shirts. Yeah, the yeah. type sheer, sheer shirts. shirts. Belly shirts. Yeah. He used to have belly shirts with his belly button yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yo, you know what's crazy? There are people who were like gangsters that would dress like that. Like, you know, but like like the dude would be like in like short shorts and uh and socks up to, to his knees, but dude so. will shoot you.
2: Yeah, right. He was yeah. the dealer in the hood. He was the yeah the right have on a high sequence boots and a halter top like right. and a big, had a big
0: pair that? of gazelles and a right. jerry
2: curl
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> that was the thing back then, man sure the That's... fuck
1: was the thing i remember dudes like that when i was a kid man back in like 86 mm-hmm. like, that was the thing to do tight leather yeah you know what i'm saying eddie murphy you know eddie murphy made that tight leather yeah popping everybody has some uh-huh. tight leather you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I wouldn't you know. even know where to find some leather pants today. Like, you motherfucker got some leather pants. You really went out looking for that
2: shit. Like, yeah, it's pleather right. now. You can't even get <laughs> <Right>. pleather pants now. You can't even get nobody really checking <laughs> for that shit no more. But hey, who knows? It might come back. <laughs> it might come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, it, it's trying to come back, but i got to say Gen X, man, Gen X and older millennials, it's kind of funny, man, but we are so invested in baggy pants. It's it's, just, it's kind of funny. It's become something mm. where people always say that we don't poke fun at Gen X enough, which is not true. Like a lot of millennials and Gen Z act like we're only oh. punching down on them, but we make fun of Gen X all the time. And that's the one tell thing. You, flat
2: out, I, but that, Gen, X had, is, Gen X was the worst dressed generation of them all. I, I'll say that. Yeah, flat out. Yeah,
0: yeah. It wasn't just the worst but that's generation, but we are so enamored with not getting rid of baggy pants. And I'm not talking about like like the nut huggers are too much, but like like I, when I go to my with my friends, you know, before quarantine, when I go with some of my friends to like a bar or something, like my friend will tap me and be like, "Yo, man, this 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 nigga got some tight ass pants," and I'll take a look, mm-hmm. and they're just normal size pants, I'm like <laughs> right, 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 they just fit <laughs> <of> jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm expecting to see like some uh super nut huggers skinny jeans and I look at right, I'm like' right, Dude, like that's I mean, like styles sit, change. Bro. It's not always gonna be like the baggy jabos we had when we were kids. You gotta, you <laughs> know, like calm down. Like,
1: yeah, uh, Even
0: Buster Rhymes on the re- latest album, he had a little verse or two about two baggy pants. And outside, it's a perfect album otherwise. But I, I had to laugh when he had to bring in like with all the problems in the world. One of the problems was was uh uh slim cut pants or two baggy. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, oh,
2: was he? Was he? He didn't want the baggy. He was talking about. About the baggy pants? Or he, no, no, no.
0: He, he was it? he was talking about all the things that are kind of going wrong in society oh, okay. and hip hop and black society. And one of the things on the list was uh, pants getting skinnier. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I was like, okay, I was rocking with you, but I, I, I feel like it's not, yeah, not that it's, big that, a problem. Serious. serious. <laughs> there's the skinny jeans, and then there are the uh, no. There's the slim cut jeans, and then there's the skinny jeans. Yeah, yeah. skinny slim cut jeans cut to me is okay. The, Things have yeah. to
0: change. Every generation needs their own thing, you know.
2: Right. The but, only thing I can't rock with the skinny cut, the skinny, the the uh the slim jeans is I got back fat. You know what I'm saying? So, right, the, right. the yeah. love I handles can't pull
0: them off roll
2: but. into back fat so it yeah. looks like my ass is sitting right above my waistline. Yeah. 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 Or at least you got two asses sometimes. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, you yeah. got like an ass above the
0: belt line. Exactly. And that's just it. yeah. not like, happening like, for me. Like, I can't pull it off but if you can, like, you know, more power to you. But
2: There you go. Yeah. yeah.
0: And plus, like, everybody needs their own thing but, but the thing that Gen X kind of forgets is like what we were talking about in early hip-hop and in funk and in the 60s and the 70s, man, like, styles change like i feel like Mm -hmm. no generation is like gen x in terms of expecting nothing to change after them
2: i agree with that i think you know what's funny though is um out of all the the generations of style we're actually the outlier because no one wore the big baggy ass pants like that except early 2000s early 2000s they took it to a whole nother level I yeah, gotta say that You look, at, you that, look like, at them Early Lil Wayne covers Yeah that, his, Them his, niggas I don't know size what 44 pants <laughs> Yeah I'm like Okay y'all Y'all wildin now Like it yeah. got comical After a while I, I think you I know What
1: happened
0: too I was I think I know What happened I think because We as black people Kind of tend to Judge our style Especially in the Hip hop generation As a reaction Or a contrast To white style I was watching a show Called the West Wing Which was late 90s And early 2000s And I forgot How baggy white White people's clothes were getting so i think it was like black people started thinking yo man if white clothes are getting baggy uh-huh. then we've got to get even baggier like this is supposed <laughs> to take place in the white house and right. this is like you know the creme de la creme of uh professional white people they're all working uh, in the white house and their suits were so baggy and i forgot in that in the 2000s. steve harvey suits yeah yeah the white michael people the white suits. version yeah. of steve harvey yeah, michael suits. jordan suits <laughs> yeah and like these people are like advisors to the president and they got like five Six inches of hem too much on their pants. Like the <laughs> pants are bunching up at the bottom. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Yeah. It's like th- th- these niggas are wearing bootcut cut suits in the White House. <laughs> 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 what
2: the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird, bro. I had to, um, I just recently started trying to kind of update my wardrobe a little bit. So I started getting the pants that taper toward the bottom, you know, because all my pants, they couldn't, I couldn't get that look where they kind of sit right on top of the, of the shoe. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, look yeah. I'm talking about? Oh, like yeah. they, <clears throat> and I was like, Damn, cause I like, I like that look. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. kind of dope. I don't want to like the super, super skinny jeans, but I like that, that tapered. That's look. exactly how I wear my jeans. Just like taper. Yeah, no, see no. and 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 I I was never I didn't know what the cut was to get them like that and then I just you know, I started doing some research. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is what I need to get it," but I couldn't find the right jeans because it was always they were always too damn skinny. Yeah, and I'm like, well, "I don't want them this damn skinny, but I want yeah. that tapered look at the bottom." Levi's you know? used,
1: Levi used to make a really good. I think it was the five one four. They used to make a really good tapered jean, and then the they started using that stretchy that stretchy shit. I was like, uh-huh. I ain't "Oh
0: yeah, it. they, I they put, it. put a little spandex into yeah, it." Yeah, I don't want start. that other yeah. shit, man. Yeah,
2: yeah. But, y'all don't but, like, like that. Nah, yeah. no, no, I like that. Yeah, I like it the if f- the jeans aren't too too tight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got the I got a pair, I think, what are they, 541s or something? They yeah, 541s, like yep. They got like yep. that stretchy kind of I don't thing. like them because
1: when you, the thing about jeans is the thigh area. Yeah. So that's yeah. my problem. I'm, I got the running back shape. So uh-huh. the thigh area is where I start having issues so gotcha. I'm like, well, where can I find it? The, the stretchy stuff work, but then my, you know, your thighs rub or something like that. And then, you know, mm-hmm. Levi's, when you wash them, depending on the the grade of the jean, the if it's like a denim, they'll shrink.
2: Yeah. Now, that's the one reason why I stopped buying uh, original 501s a long time. Yeah. I still got a couple pairs. I got the the original color and then I got the, the silver, the bluish silver color. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ain't even washed them shits yet. I don't really wear them that often, but I ain't even washed them yet because I know they're too expensive and I know yep. once you wash them, it's over with you know what i'm yeah, saying they're not yep. gonna have that that crisp nope so uh you know, that crisp texture to them anymore. They go right the hell on. They say so you the should window. only wash
1: your jeans like once a year, very yeah. rarely, and, rarely. and, and very you know, rarely.
0: You know, it's crazy. There's this, um, uh, these denim movements and denim sites. You know, now like with things like sneaker culture and other stuff. Oh yeah, and yeah, forums. Yeah. They have these forums and places where you go when people keep spreading knowledge. And I started getting into that for denim for a second. And they have oh these, yeah, all those have Chinese, Chinese
1: paper denim and companies yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: And when I'm on, a, was on a denim Reddit. They got people there tell like yeah I, show pictures of your jeans I haven't watched mine in five years and I'm like okay, <laughs> oh, that's hell, too man. much
1: <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> someone's always gotta
0: take it too far like, yeah that's going
1: a little too far well, and there's some well,
0: people who are such extremists about it they say you should they not only believe you should never wear jeans you should never wash jeans but the more that you wear them the better they look so one guy was saying I've worn the same jeans uh, like for five years straight every day oh, and I'm like okay
2: dude every day that's she's, be mushrooms. That, yeah. she's gonna have mushrooms growing out of them yeah. Look good. Fuck out. Yeah, he, he,
1: he doing too much. I know they say with yeah. denim, if you're gonna wash them, you should wash them and put them on. Like, yeah, put them on wet so they don't shrink. But I found there's mm. a trick to that. You just wash them inside out and hang them upside down and they won't shrink.
2: But see, I the, the shrinkage is one thing, but kid, you know what I'm talking about when that, that crisp texture oh, goes yeah. away Hell from yeah. the yeah. denim? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I that's the problem that I have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I d I do don't like when that goes away because fucking a, a pair of ones now is shit, it's uh but 78, 60, bucks? 60, 70 bucks, depending yeah, on where you I go. Did, I just
1: wash mine, the denim I have, like 501s and stuff, I wash them inside out cold. Mm-hmm. Or what I'll do is I'll put them in my tub and put them in the tub and leave them in, wa- in water and let the, cause they're gonna die. That's why they're gonna die on everything. Right. That's all that. That's what that crisp shit is. The die. That die okay. is going. You want to get that die out and then just uh-huh. hang them upside down and hopefully, or you can take them to the cleaners.
2: Yeah, that's the only thing that I could think of. can yeah. take them to the cleaners and then they do what they can do to maintain that. I but sent I you guys
0: that. a link in the chat room. Um, recently, I was rewatching this old cartoon that I liked from the 2000s called Spectacular Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it was a pretty good cartoon. I rewatched it and I sent a link in the, uh, oh, chat room.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I forgot how
0: baggy the clothes were and I forgot, like, that's uh, how white people, the West Wing had that same look, but you see how, like, Peter Parker and everyone, like, uh, they got, like, three or four inches too much on their pants. Mm-hmm. Even uh-huh. Jay Jonah Jameson, his pants are going under the heels of the shoe. Right. And I'm, I'm convinced, like, when I watch that show, I'm like, you know what? That's why, like, Lil Wayne and all them, you know, went even baggier. Oh, it was, that, was that, like her arms race. That,
2: that cash money era shit, that shit, been, cash money era and Diplomat squad, era. that shit was... That dip squad shit, that shit was ridiculous, man. Yeah. Them jerseys.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The white T-shirts,
1: all that.
2: Dip set. Did I say dip squad? Dip set, my bad. Yeah, and the
1: fucking jerseys, man. 5X. I I remember you couldn't even find those Mitchell and Ness throwback jerseys in your size. It was almost like they didn't make them Mm -hmm. in in your size. They were all 5X. And the worst was like
0: big fat dudes because they tried to proportionally make theirs even bigger than the skinny dudes. So I don't know how many Xs were on those dudes thing, but- when I see somebody who was like four hundred pounds and their jersey was still proportionally that big, I'm like, how many X's is that?
2: Like how- <laughs> That's man. a tent. That's a tent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can, that's a tent. That's a parachute, man. That's a backup shoot. Like, God. Yeah, yeah, but that was and the like era. Jerseys, of like... I
0: don't think they belong everywhere. And people started trying to pulled him off like i don't know if you all remember this but people used to show up to and even white people started doing it like people were showing up to like awards on red carpets
2: with jerseys mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. Yep. it was a real that. tacky air. like you see in this picture how peter parker is dressed yeah that was the white boy outfit of the early 2000s right there that that yep. the uh the Text uh word. ed hardy you know shirt yep, with the sleeves tap out shirts Tap out shirts, whatever, and then the pant the aggression pants or whatever, you know, yep. the big baggy, the ones that the Hardy boys used to wear. You remember the Red Jeff and Matt oh, Hardy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Those yeah. The wrestling Hardy boys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everybody was wearing that shit, man. It was just it was that was. Na- I real. always thought that was nasty. Like yeah, you know, even how, back like, then I thought it was nasty. Even back then I thought that shit was nasty. I never liked uh, Ed Hardy or none of that shit. Nah, that no. whole style well, I didn't like it.
0: But what's funny is what Jay Jonah Jameson and Kurt Connors is uh, are wearing was like what was in the West Wing. Like even like people wearing suits like politicians. Like Trump still has that fit. <laughs> Trump. Yeah, he Trump baggy still has ass that suits baggy ass suit uh, fit going on. Like 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 Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah yeah so i was like what does it give about joe biden man joe biden's he's got yeah, like modern tapering yeah yeah, yeah he, his, he, he, his suits he got some decent looking suits yeah his suits fit pretty pretty well like he's surprisingly hip in his suits but yeah i was watching the spider-man show i'm like yo this this is a good time capsule anyone who wants to know what people dress like in the year mm-hmm. this came out this is exactly
2: uh it yeah Speaking of presidential suits, I will, you know, I'm not an Obama stand by any measure, but I will say that one one famous pick with him in that cream colored suit. Oh, yeah. That's a cold suit, man. Oh yeah, and why was everyone so
0: mad at that suit, either? That were, I remember that was like a People controversy. Were mad? Really? Oh
1: yeah, they were they were complaining about that suit. They were saying it wasn't why?
0: presidential. That oh, brown shouldn't be a suit color.
2: And oh god, those tea partiers—they didn't just look for any reason to hate. that dude. Right? <laughs> That's not a presidential laugh the hell's wrong with him you know they were on it man i didn't know i never i don't even remember that they were complaining about the suit yeah man it was like an actual topic of discussion for like weeks that doesn't surprise me though now that you mentioned that, that, that 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 doesn't surprise me, man. People are so petty yeah, on both really, ends, really both sides. Of but when you see what Spider-Man has on here, the Spider-Man outfit is actually close to what motherfuckers are wearing today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, uh, Spider-Man wouldn't even be able
0: to fit his costume under the clothes. Right. Be, <laughs> exactly. Clothes
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man.
0: Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, I was watching the West Wing. I was watching the old Spider-Man. I thought you, the 2000s was just a fashion wasteland for everybody. Women, men. Like, um, you know what was funny with the 2000s? Everybody had, all the women had low-rise pants pants that like, mm-hmm. were so low and the midriff was always showing on everything because the i remember the that pants sat so low so there was so mm-hmm. many thongs tramps the stands. gwen stefani uh yeah yeah gwen stefani and i found the like thong uh, hanging uh, red up red of the, off the top of the jeans yeah 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 the these are called the whale tail and stuff and i was mm-hmm. pulling up 2000s red carpet fashion and i was shocked at how many women showed up at like actual events on red carpets wearing those velour tracksuits that uh showed the top of the thong like J-Lo showed up places, Pink showed up places people going mm-hmm. to the Grammys in like velour tracksuits remember, remember those Juicy Couture with the Juicy across the butt? Like mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. actual celebrities like Anna Ferris and all these people people were showing up places and, go, and posing on red carpets with like uh everyone looked like they were wearing that outfit that you wear to go to the strip mall to get your nails done and then you come yeah. out with the flip-flops and the cotton between your toes people were wearing
2: mm. that lazy sunday outfit to like red carpets wow nah i didn't know that They're wearing a walmart outfit to, to the red carpet huh? <laughs> yeah like that lower
0: tracksuit was like the white lady version of the jersey to the black guy ed, i think ed Hardy is still around i think uh, mm-hmm. seven against so think all mankind was another terrible brand affliction affliction <laughs> we both yeah said. Oh, ed hardy i went to vegas a couple of years ago and i was surprised like how many people still dressed like that that era oh really yeah there was a lot of people in Vegas when I was there still dressing like that I was like whoa interesting I mean this is a couple years ago I I was surprised
2: man I haven't been to Vegas okay man I ain't been to Vegas in years and then when I did go I didn't even I didn't even walk around or anything I just went there for something business related and then I dipped out I didn't even hang out or anything but I could imagine, you know, cause that whole this has that real retro feel. Somebody got mad in their feelings when I told them that when they were talking about they were from Reno. I'm like, Reno is a shithole, you know. <laughs> that's what I, told I mean, there's probably a nicer <laughs> way to say it. You're right, you're right. And now that I took it back, I am like, you know what I should have said. <laughs> but you know how you say something, you say what you're thinking out loud on accident? You know, yeah. and that's kinda like that's kinda like what it was just my instant reaction because when I was in Reno, I just kept thinking about how much. Of a shithole the place was. I mean, you and weren't wrong. They, you weren't wrong. <laughs> so that's the <wrong>. funny <laughs> part. <laughs> yeah, Reno. Notice I was, didn't say was, you were wrong. I just said this is probably right. <laughs> way to say. Yeah, Reno was uh that was like stepping out of a time capsule back in the nineteen eighty-nine or something, man. It was just it's a real used car salesman type of town it looks Yo, like, you know.
0: A real car... Uh, you know what Reno reminds me of, too, was... Um, it also reminds me of the show Breaking Bad. Like, a lot of the people that were... Uh-huh. You saw, you know, in that show. I saw a yep. lot of that type of person when I was uh, yep. in Nevada. I sent another mm-hmm. link. Hopefully, this one has actual photos still attached. It says, red carpet outfits from the early 2000s. Uh, Harper's Bazaar. And, yeah... That one it says the 50 oh, yeah, cra- see, yeah. the 50 craziest most cringeworthy worthy outfits celebrities wore in the early 2000s like nobody got out of the 2000s okay everybody uh, was was dressing horrible including oh, myself yeah. i used to wear some mm-hmm. some bad stuff cuz i was going to like n- nightclubs and i was mm-hmm. like um like i was wearing like jeans with way too much stitching all over
2: it those are terrible yeah the one thing i did do was uh i got caught up in that 90s weird Boys to men look. I got <laughs> caught up in that in uh, in middle school for a minute, just for a minute, you know. Had on the plaid shorts with a with a dress with a nylon dress shirt with a tie and all that.
1: Oh, <laughs> man. Was, oh yeah, those,
2: those yeah. plaid shirt.
0: Those- but uh-huh. you're probably cleaning up though, because um, women yeah. women like that on like if you had the right. Uh, frame to um, pull it off. To so pull at the time, it off. at that yeah. time, I was like way too like like. I think in Boys to Men, Sean Stockman, the, the look didn't look good on him because he was uh-huh. too lanky, and at that time I was too lanky, so I couldn't pull off that look. But my cousin mm-hmm. was um, more like a football shape, so he used to okay. use that
2: look, and it looked really good on him. Like he used to clean up when mm-hmm. we went out to the club. Cool. Yeah, that's that. That's kind of like that frat boy look to me. I, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah. You know. Now looking back, I'm like, okay, that's kind of like a more. Oh,
1: no- you know the in the, the plaid shorts came in so many different colors Get a pair uh-huh. of air force ones or something and match it with them or some you know what i'm saying just
2: yeah yeah back in the day it was air max that was i remember when the air maxes first came out those were damn near more pop they were probably more popular than jordan's really oh, low-key yeah, yeah. back in, yeah. the, in the mid early 2000 early 90s i oh, feel yeah. like air maxes uh hold up better
0: too than jordan's like Really. To me to me they do cuz like some of those Jordans I think people only still wear them because they were Jordans so out of nostalgia mm-hmm. but some of those Jordans I think were major missteps whereas I don't think Air Max ever misfired
2: once to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I still remember trajectory. the original, the original Air Maxes. I thought those were so dope. Those were dope to me. I never had a pair. I never got a pair either.
0: Those patent leather Jordans, I just was never crazy about them. I've grown to appreciate them mm-hmm. with time. Out of the ones that look like tuxedo sh- tuxedo sneakers. Uh-huh. Yeah, tuxedos, uh huh, yeah. Tuxedo shoes meet high top sneakers. Really I was like, okay, I those were the black, point, Michael red, Michael and white just ones. Trolling.
2: What's that? The black, red, and white ones, I think they were.
0: Oh, the ones I'm thinking of were just like black with a little bit of white on them. They kind of looked like tuxedo shoes just
2: with sneakers. And mm. I thought
0: Michael Jordan was just trolling. Like, let me see what these dudes will buy. I'll just yeah. put out anything
2: and see. I remember I had a buddy, we were playing basketball, and he was getting mad. Motherf- you're playing basketball in your Jordans <laughs> outside, man. What do you yeah. think? Gonna- he kept getting mad at my homeboy because my homeboy, you know, they going up to get our rebounds or whatever. And the homie kept coming down on his on his shoe. You know, back in the day, you, Jordans, you get well you said. they still fight over Jordans now, but ain't nobody dumb enough to be playing. But, them, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, so he kept getting mad and he like he'll push the homie and all that stuff. So he kept pushing my boy. Right. Because then I then I, I, you know, I don't like bullies, man. So I pushed him. And I'm like, man, you yeah. playing basketball, stupid ass. What do you, what you right. think gonna happen? Right,
1: right. <laughs>
0: uh yo but let's talk about clubhouse yo mario you are missing out man was skeptical i'm still a little skeptical like i can see the ways it can go left but there's a lot of potential in clubhouse okay I think mario would love it yeah i think you would love it i think vita would love it i feel like oh, mario hey, and vita vita would never go to
1: bed Or uh, last night i wasn't even on clubhouse outside of the music thing that we was doing but
0: we've been having some good conversations with the champagne sharks fans on clubhouse and we had a long one about hip-hop uh yesterday that one was a lot of fun
1: yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm, a lot of fun. That was That's why I said Mario. Fun. I think Mario would love Clubhouse once, you know, once we fight. I think I'm finding my niche with with, with uh, and finding my comfort zone. You know, Is that you know me? it's not. Yeah, I think you would love it. Okay. I think, would I, I, I love think it for real yeah because the conversations are forward thinking when it comes to tangible stuff i mean there's a so lot of go, shitty go.
0: conversations but yeah, unlike yeah, twitter yeah. they're not forced on you like you can see the head you can see the title of it but it's on you not to click on it no one's going to retweet in your face like the stupidest thing you've ever
1: um you know seen like you know you,
0: you might see the title but it's like a red flag stay away from it that's all
1: you- yeah. That's all you oh. have to do yeah, it's your own. It's and your then, own. It's, it's your own problem if you go in there. And
0: it's was right. very really educational because I was learning a lot of stuff about music that face, I didn't know. And and sorry, Mario, I heard you talking. So, uh, what were you saying?
2: No, I'm saying that I think one of the dope things about it too is there's a there's a certain level of accountability, even though you're not necessarily face to face. You're voice to voice, right? So well, yeah. as I understand it, so like all the little slick talking and all that that people do on Twitter and all that, you know, retweets, you get all their friends in on it and then nah, block that you don't work. and still talk. Nah, don't that work. ain't happening. You know, you mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta stand on it on your rhetoric. You know, you can challenge people and all that type of thing. So I, yeah, that sounds real cool. The sad thing is, you see a lot of people that come in that have been standing on a narrative for so long,
1: and then uh-huh. they look horrible. And so what they end up doing is they just start trolling. And that's what that charity do. That's why I cussed him out on there. Oh so you yeah. started trolling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just cussed him the fuck out I was like, hold on, man, well, people happened? was like, well, no, you shouldn't say- No, 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 see, this is what people don't understand about real life When you have conversations with people that you should not be having conversations with that's all mm-hmm. they're good for is to be cussed out I don't mm-hmm. have to be rational with you You're a fucking idiot And so, right. You know what? Fuck you, get the fuck out of here and if you don't like it, fuck you again that's all they deserve (laughs) and that sounds messed up and it sounds disrespectful but that's the point we have to to contextualize this
0: because mario does not know what i'm talking about but the same old b mats which is you know black men are trash they've stumbled on it the past couple of days but i think it's gonna play itself out but they've been trying this is something right um that kenny said and i think a lot of people didn't give it enough weight at the time but kenny kept saying over and over this is narcissism this is narcissism i think it's very literally that But one thing that's very common about narcissists and other personality disorders, and this is what my therapist tends to say, is that the same way, okay, like there's something called externalization, right? Externalization is when you, it's described like in psychology as a process, when you don't really have the tools to do something yourself, you turn something into an extension of yourself. So a very benign Mm. example, right, is math. If you don't have the mental tools to work out something in your head, you- use a calculator, right? And what you do with the calculator is you take these figures in your head and you externalize them into a tool that is now an extension of you. So the calculator is an extension of you. What you're doing with the calculator is externalizing your thought process on it. The calculator processes uh, that mental process that you don't have the tools to process. And then you re-internalize the now processed information and what my, my therapist was saying is um, people who don't have the emotional tools... Right? They externalize their emotions onto other people and try to make other people feel their feelings for them. Mm-hmm. And they turn okay. those other people into extensions of themselves, the same mm-hmm. way you might turn the calculator into an extension of your brain, you know, when you externalize your information on it. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: anything that's what narcissists do. And that's why I think what Kenny was saying by calling those people narcissists is so literally right. Because that's what they do, they make you to an extension of them and they want you to feel as shitty um, as they do as they do so you can feel that feeling for them when they make you feel shitty or angry or activated or triggered that's 5 minutes that, that feeling lessens for them. You're holding that mm-hmm. feeling for them. You're, you know, I, and that's what, that's what I think these people want. They don't really want this whole accountability thing they talk about. They don't really want this, uh, we have to communicate, we have to improve. No, they want to make you feel like they wake up feeling and go to bed feeling every day. And any couple of minutes they can get you feeling that way is a couple of minutes of relief for them. Yes. Okay. And the thing
1: about it is, um, and this is the reason why I said um, that eventually is going to play out because when you have to use your voice to talk about whatever you want to talk about, you can't troll with your voice. Mm -hmm. You can troll with your fingers. You know what I'm saying? Because you can just keep saying whatever you want and just say crazy stuff. But Mm -hmm. when you use your voice and you stop making sense people are going to do one of two things. Either they're going to just get away from you or they're going to start repeating what you say because then you're going to see something wrong with them also. And that's what you're seeing in these different rooms. They change the title, but they talk about the same thing over and over and over and over. And they in these rooms, they keep saying how, well, we want to have a conversation. No, you don't. You You want to control the narrative and control the conversation. And we know this Uh because I've been in those rooms. T's been in those rooms. T raises his hand. They won't let him get up on the stage to speak. They only add people that they think and they go based on the way you look because they don't that all they see is your profile picture. Yep. They, yeah. they put people on there based on how they think they might talk. If it's a dark-skinned uh, woman with a short haircut or if it's a zesty-looking black dude, they don't mind putting them on the stage to talk because they know that nine times out of ten it's a crap shot, but they're going to continue their narrative. Dude, but when they, it, had a, when it,
0: they had a girl yeah. up there with dark skin and short hair and they thought for sure, oh, this is one of ours. She had a short, natural hair. It was blonde. She was dark-skinned, right? I think what they messed up was uh, she was pretty attractive, you know, so that should have been... Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, so yeah, she had she like the trappings, but she's pretty. She's pretty attractive. So I think her bitterness wasn't as as strong. Th- they didn't account for that, and she roasted them uh, yeah. hard. They just kind of like flipped out because up until then it was a giant circle jerk. Of
1: so what? So what they did was they were three hundred deep in that room. We had another room. It started getting deep, and I saw who the modern the moderators were in that other room. Sure enough, here they come. Now I'm not gonna Ooh. say who kept putting these people on stage because I don't want to throw him under the bus. But there comes there's a. I don't think that that person under understands that on the champagne shark we have a code of conduct that we deal with and we don't fuck around with fucking idiots we don't engage with fucking idiots just to engage with Mm -hmm. them you know what i'm saying right So I think what happened was bringing those people into that room and putting them on the stage, the first thing they did was start lying. Now, just to to give you a view of what this looks like. So it's me, T, Rennie from Twitter. Rennie Tay is on there and Andre's in there. Now, I know for a fact this is because I'm not dumb. Whenever there's something that I don't really know too much about, I shut the fuck up. So when it comes to data and stuff like that, I know Rennie got that. That nigga's the Vince Lombardi of that shit. (laughs) And I know Andre knows that (laughs) shit. And then I know T can contextualize that shit for me to understand it so the first thing i'm gonna do is be quiet and let them cook now what happened was these people came in line. now they asked for the definition of patriarch problem was this they kept saying in another room but what they were really meaning was misogyny yes they didn't understand the difference between Man. patriarchy and misogyny and kenny and kenny right.
0: can i add one quick Go thing ahead. before you continue is what kenny was saying before about trolling with your voice i think really came through because that guy uh charity or whatever his name was chastity i, I think it was charity yeah the you could hear when we pressed him on a question that he couldn't uh, get out of. He would kind of laugh when he when he was about to give a bullshit answer. Like he had a little like laugh, like he knew he was trolling.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah, these people
1: aren't very. The, the thing is, these people are one, and it's not because of their age. But I, I understand that this dude is probably under the age of twenty five. But he's not very intelligent. You know what I mean? And that, does, or I should say, he's ignorant. I bet so, you he's older than
0: twenty five. I bet you. But go, go on.
1: But it, it, and I'm saying he's ignorant because that doesn't mean he's stupid. It just means he doesn't know any better. So, but the problem with that is if you. Don't know something, one thing you don't want to be is someone who can't be told anything. Mm-hmm. Now, we're sitting in this room having this this logical conversation. He brings in one of his homeboys, and as soon and this is when I knew shit was getting weird because when his homeboy showed up, he started yelling, Oh, my nigga Farrah is here. I'm like, Oh, he's, I see he's, where this is like, gonna go. He's
0: gonna school him. Uh-huh. And of course, yeah, Farah yeah. had no data. <laughs> None of them had any yeah, no, data, no data whatsoever. Course.
1: He just kept on repeating the same stuff that they always said. No, this is what and Farrah so when, said.
0: Farrah said, Well, you know, uh, anybody can come over here and miscontextualize lies and lie with vague data you're saying that at running, and we kept saying to him okay what did he miscontextualize what part of his data was wrong you know what he did he told that okay so you're right you know school us this is your chance give us an example and that's when they started kind of Mm. laughing you know like yeah and that's what i'm
1: like this is kind of a game to you guys like like and and that's what it is it's a big game and they play it and those women they play this big ass game these are very ignorant people now the the bigger picture which scares me is this is being permeated into society where we are at we now you you see what's going on with this election, you see what the position black people are in in society, and y'all are too busy over here fucking playing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's This is all you guys do is play all day. It happened two times. Yeah, It happened in that room, and it happened in another room when we started talking about them Greeks. And I burnt that room down. Oh, they yeah, yeah. shut oh. the room down. And <laughs> what? Was crazy. It shut
0: down the whole room. Oh, wow. okay. I hit with
1: history. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I shut yeah. that ass down. There was a couple other you know, people
0: and uh, Kenny got oh, you yeah. shut down the whole room. But what well, you were saying, <laughs> but they were saying really arrogant stuff they were saying stuff like y'all just jealous because we were in the fraternities and you're not and you're this and that and then uh candy was saying stuff like what do y'all do for the community besides uh kiss each other's asses some other dude was tag teaming with you saying y'all just a bunch of niggas that dance in a line all day (laughs)
2: like (laughs)